0: Hello my funny little friends. Yeah, your funny little friends. And I'm your funny little friend. I'm your podcast host here on the Harland Highway. Welcome. It is I, Harland Williams, your funny little friend. <laughs> um, welcome to the show. We got some cool stuff going on today. Um, whole grab bag of different things. Um, we're going to be talking about um Colds, yeah, it's cold and flu season is kicking into gear, and we're gonna be talking about not just how much I hate colds and flus, but people who fake having colds and flus, okay um we're gonna be doing something really cool. we're gonna be reading letters from people that had brief encounters with other human beings but thought they missed a romantic opportunity, so they sent these letters into a newspaper, hoping that they would find this person that they had a brief encounter with. So we're going to be reading some of their letters. Um, we're going to be talking about sign language. Is it annoying? Is it, is, it, is it freaky? We're going to find out. And then we also have an interview today with a renowned scientist who's talking to us about the disappearing animal life on our planet. Very important, very serious stuff, as it always is. Right here on the Harland Highway. Welcome to the Harland Highway. Hi, I'm Jackie Wanna play? Please go away and leave me alone. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. <laughs> Man, keep it going. Love the show. You're hilarious. My blanket, my blue blanket, give me my blue blanket. Fasten your seatbelt. You're riding down the Harland Highway. It's the Holland Highway. Have you checked the children? <coughs> okay. You hear that? You hear the the coughing, the sniffling, the the throat clearing, all that crap. Yeah, it's cold season, and there's only one thing I hate worse than colds is people acting like they have a cold. And here's what I mean. I don't mean people are walking around in the street pretending to have a cold, although I'm sure many of you have done that when you've called in sick to work, guilty ones, right? What I'm talking about is actors, actual actors acting like they have colds, as in the plethora of... Sinus and cold flu medicine commercials that you see on TV. They drive me nuts. I can't stand it. You you, you turn on the TV and there's some lady sitting there in her bathrobe. In her living room. You know, her hair's all oily. Looks like she just uh, finished cooking french fries in the back of a Denny's. Her hair's all Greasy her eyes are all droopy and they've put like makeup on her so her nose is all like red and puffy and she she goes into the classic like a cold talk you know that that nasally sinusy kind of like the way i talk all the time <laughs> i just burn myself um, But you know what I mean? They go into that, I've got the flu and I'm going to be sick. And if you need relief from cold and hay fever and sinus flu symptoms, just use Vicks, NyQuil drops. You know, they so- sound like an aardvark. Like they've just had their face in a termite mound and they've been sucking ants out of there with their nose. Oh, it drives I, I have to mute it immediately. I mute the TV. I turn the channel. I just don't like seeing people sick like that. Because A, it's irritating. It's annoying. It reminds you of how awful it is to be sick. And then above everything else, you realize they're just faking it. They're acting it. And they're doing that. i know somebody take care of me. It's like. Get lost. Can you get something worse than a cold and just die? How about that? Like halfway through the commercial, you curl up and die on TV. I'm not feeling so well. I'm I'm really not feeling good. Oh, uh, uh. and then you're just dead. Probably, Probably prompt most of us to go out and buy the product more if you died. Um... So I just, I hate it. I hate the uh, the cold actors, okay? There, I said it. The cold actors. Screw you guys. Go out and get a real cold and then, uh, you know, come on TV. Tell me what you got. You got it? Good. <coughs> and while I'm at it, while I'm ranting... Um, here's something else that I find a little bit off-putting, and I don't want to sound mean or cruel about this, but it's just, it's an odd thing that you can't get around. It's weird, but I have to say, I'm being honest, it makes it hard to watch TV sometimes when this happens, and I understand the necessity for it, but... Have you ever watched a news conference or a speech or or some type of informational show or a, it could be almost anything? And uh all of a sudden uh they bring a interpreter up on stage uh for the hearing impaired or the deaf. They bring someone up to start signing during the debate or uh you know during the uh the press conference, or whatever might be going on, and so they bring a person on stage, and they're standing to the right or the left of the uh, the person giving the talk, or sometimes they superimpose a little bubble on the side. And, uh, and you're like, okay, I get it. The hearing-impaired want to be informed. Uh, maybe they don't have the, uh, the little thing that scrolls text on the bottom of their TV, whatever. Um, so what they do is they bring in this, uh, this expert at sign language. And first of all, it's impressive that someone can sign, you know, when you think of how intricate our language is. Right? Think of all the words and the grammar and the phrases and everything that entails or encompasses our language. It's pretty heady stuff, man. And to think that someone can communicate all of that with their fingers. Okay? The same fingers that open a jar of pickles. Same fingers that wipe their butt. Same fingers that, uh, you know, wash their face. That maybe squeeze a breast. The, the, these, the, these fingers are communicating to people that can hear, which is great. It's it's a, it's almost a, a marvel. It's a, it's a it's a it's an incredible feat. Well no I can't say feat because they use their hands and I don't want to confuse you. It's an incredible feat with their hands. Alright now I'm mixed up. But anyways, it's quite incredible, but here's the part where I'm gonna sound like a bit of a bastard and I don't want to be but I'm just being honest. When these people sign, when they're using their hands, and I guess it just comes with the territory, it's an automatic response from the body, their faces seem to contort. They seem to be mouthing the words. And I got to tell you, it's very hard to look at. Okay, I, I, I wish in a perfect world that people could sign just using their hands and their faces would remain still. But it sounds like they're, it sounds like they're very anguished and pained and they they look, uh, it kind of looks very abnormal. You know what I mean? Like their mouths are half twitching and they're, they're kind of, it looks like they're getting half a word out, but there's no sound coming out. So it almost looks like somehow they grabbed an electric uh, power line and they're being shocked and their mouths and their faces are going out of control and they're. You know, distorting. And I don't want that to sound overly mean, but that's just the illusion one gets when you look at it. And, and uh, you know, it, it, it comes with the territory. It probably comes with that expression. It's probably the same way when we talk, we use our hands. You know, when we're talking about something, we use our hands and our fingers to express ourselves. And the two are intertwined. But when someone's signing and they're doing a conference, like let's say uh, the president or a mayor of a city is talking about an evacuation or uh, something uh, dangerous or some big event, and you're trying to focus on that person, and then standing right beside them is this person like twisting their face all over the place. It's very distracting, and it, it's a bit unsightly. And that's not to knock the hearing impaired or to uh, say it's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's, it's a weird thing for us to have to contend with. I, I would wonder, I would beg to ask the question of even the hearing impaired, impaired if they find that a little uh, offsetting. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe when uh, deaf people or the hearing impaired communicate, they have the same thing. Probably do. But what I'm saying is but people who aren't used to it it's just uh I don't know it it's very weird and uh I guess I what I'm saying is I I don't really love it I don't I don't like looking at it um and again that's not to uh, be uh, not compassionate towards people that uh don't hear well but th- th- this is a whole different thing i'm taking i'm taking the hearing impairment out of the equation just saying ah to the f- the face twitch so i don't know if if signing can evolve to the point where people don't use their face and their mouths um cuz they're not they're not they're not lip syncing the words they're they're not they're not forming full words when they sign. I've watched them. It's not like they're doing it so that a hearing impaired person can lip read. They're kind of doing half half a word or just, you know, their face is following the energy of their hands. And uh, it looks a little crazy. But, uh, you know, that's just an observation. And um, what's that? You'd like me to do the rest of this show in sign language so you don't have to hear my stupid voice? Well, that's not very nice. (laughs) Touche. Touche to me. All right, here, I'm going to do some sign language. There, guess what I just said. Yeah, I don't know either. So let's just uh, let's just move on, shall we? Uh, what we've got here is failure to communicate. Okay. Well, on a much more serious note, um, you know, we have a a problem that faces us globally, worldwide. That uh, you know, animal species are being eradicated at uh at a horrible rate uh as as uh you know h- humans uh expand their um their zones for living um we're using up uh we're using up uh wild space where animals uh live and uh and and it's 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 very disconcerting and we have a specialist in with us today um and uh he's going to talk to us about uh the disappearing species uh on our planet and uh and what a catastrophe it is um and how fast it's moving so let's let's uh bring him in uh this is uh Kevin Tatum is his name Kevin Tatum uh, from the biology department at uh, the University of Colorado and uh, sorry Kevin I was just looking up your resume here quite a uh, quite a fascinating resume you've done a lot of field studies overseas looks like you have spent a lot of time in in uh, Africa I mean you've been all over the world yes I've been everywhere and it's um it's quite an alarming situation we have here, Harland. Well, I I, I got to agree with you. I mean, I'm looking at some of these pictures here that you brought. We've got the black rhinoceros. We've got, uh, looks like some kind of lemur from uh, Madagascar. We've got bird species on here. Yes, there's even fish species. And believe it or not, amphibians, reptiles, and insects. Well, it's just a- alarming. I mean, it says here that, we're losing uh 35 different species of animal a week. Yes, and sometimes it's even more. It's just it's a very rapid progression of elimination and it's due to human expansion as you mentioned in my introduction there. Um and uh it's just it, it it's going to spell catastrophe for not only the human race but the planet everything's interconnected okay well what do we do i mean uh you know if if the big species uh, disappear how do we stop it how do we stop like the black rhino from disappearing from the lemurs disappearing from from uh the box painted turtle okay the box painted turtle disappearing well, we have to stop the disappearing, Harlan. Right, but how do we do that? Well, I think we have to start at the source. Okay, great. And the source being Las Vegas, Nevada. Okay, the source being Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm not sure I follow that. Why Why is uh, Nevada, Las Vegas in particular, the epicenter for this uh, catastrophe? Well, Harlan, the operative word here is disappearing. Okay, yep. Yeah. Animals are disappearing all over the planet. Right, we've established that. And what cause is disappearing? Well, I'm I'm going to say, you know, pollution and overpopulation by humans and, you know, the, the uh, lumbering and, uh, you know, uh, development, that type of thing. Well, though, there's some of them, but... The main cause of disappearing is people like David Copperfield and, excuse me, David Copperfield and people like the former Doug Henning. The magician? Yes, Doug Henning and even greats like um, Houdini. Okay, you're naming magicians here yes and Chris Angel he's responsible I'm, I'm not sure I follow here well these are people that are masters of making things disappear what do you mean magicians I, I'm not getting this well what do magicians do they do magic they they do tricks and what is one of their main tricks Harland I don't know they they, they, they make stuff disappear Exactly. So we have to stop people like David Copperfield and Harold Houdini or whatever his name was. Harry Houdini. Harry Houdini. And others of his like that are making animals disappear all over our planet. Okay, Uh, you're joking, right? Why would I be joking? This is a catastrophic situation. I don't think magicians, uh, Kevin, are making animals disappear. Well, they do make things disappear, you can't argue. Well, I can't argue, but they make things like cards disappear and balls and little rabbits. Uh Uh-huh. There you go, rabbits. And what are rabbits? Mammals. Exactly. So if a magician can make a rabbit disappear... We therefore have to conclude that they can also make black rhinoceros, African elephant, Siberian tigers, and so on and so on disappear. Magicians are killing the wildlife of our planet. Okay, this makes no sense. There's no physical proof. There's no, oh yes, there is physical proof, Mr. Williams. What is the physical proof? Have you ever seen a black hat, a magician's black stovepipe hat? Yes. And when they make rabbits disappear and doves and things of the like, where do they go? Into the black hat. Right. Now let's put it together. Black hat, black rhino. I'm sure if we looked inside a magician's black hat, we'd find herds and herds, of the endangered black rhino okay this is stupid you're an idiot and I need you to leave immediately are you suggesting that I disappear you know what yes I am this is the dumbest argument I thought you were coming up Roger I thought you were coming on here to present us with scientific data of what was causing our our animal species to disappear, and you come in here and say that Vegas show people are the root cause, David Copperfield's the culprit behind causing wild animals to disappear, I'm glad you finally said it out loud. Get them out. Just get out. You know what? Disappear. I won't do it. Well, how about this? Abracadabra. How dare you? Abracadabra, get your ass out of here, you idiot. How dare you, sir? Abracadabra. Am I gone? Yes, you're gone. It doesn't feel like I'm gone. You're gone. Oh, okay, well, hope I see some black rhinos. Roger, idiot. Unbelievable. Let's take a break and come back with something real. Roger, can I have a word with you, please? god oh my god oh my god and thinking of uh, speaking of disappearing have, have you ever had this happen where you're out and about you're walking around you're doing your thing and maybe just maybe you have a connection with someone um and you uh you had a flirtation or you got a, a glance from someone, or you were uh, interacting with someone, and you felt that there was maybe more there than was being said, and maybe you were uh, intimidated, or maybe you were shy, um, and uh, you, you you didn't verbalize anything, and you, you regretted it when you left. You were kind of like, man, I think that chick was into me, man. I should have said something. Damn, I'm never going to see her again. Oh, I think we've all had those moments, right? Well, I found a newspaper. It's one of these local. Uh, every city has them. They're like the you know the L.A. Weekly or uh, you know the uh, L, You know the uh, Now Magazine or they're like they're like local newspapers for uh, for the city that you live in, and they're usually free, and they've got all the uh, entertainment events and all that stuff, and they have editorial uh, stories and things like that. And this one that I, I picked up. In the back, they have a uh, a little segment called "I saw you," and I thought it was fascinating. It was full of uh, letters from people that uh, that had these moments, and they felt like they missed an opportunity to connect with another person. And um, and, uh, and and this little uh, this little segment's called "I saw you," and people have posted their their letters, hoping that maybe the other person reads this and and uh they uh they make a connection so i thought it'd be pretty cool to read a couple of these um so here we go here's uh here's one where it's it says uh a lady says i saw a man and i am a woman and uh it was like a coffee shop and it says you Super tall, plugs, tattoos along your arms. We see each other every Saturday at the coffee shop. You have the most adorable smile. Hope that one day I have the courage to say hello. Hmm. You know, but if I could be an armchair uh, advice giver, if you see the guy every week, you know he's going to be there. Maybe just go up and say hi to him um look at me suddenly being a dear abby uh here's here's a uh here's another one here's uh a guy who says he saw a woman and uh he says we had a couple of dances at the dew d-e-w before that we were flirting all night and i finally started talking to you but you said that you have a boyfriend. But here's the thing, I don't care. I knew you were into it when you grabbed my ass while I was about to grab some drinks for my comrades and I. And yes, I like older women. So interesting. Here's a guy who uh, probably should have said something in the moment. I I think the minute a woman grabs your ass, you have the right to turn around and say, all right, what do you want to do? I don't think that's one where you walk away. Sorry, dude. Um, here's one. Uh, here's a, a gay one. Where a, gr- a le- here's a lesbian one. How about that? Uh, it says a girl. I'm a girl, and I saw a girl. You, a short, stunning brunette, outside waterfront station. Perhaps you were waiting for a bus or a ride. Me, a short, cute brunette in a leather jacket, jeans, and military boots. I was with my Persian male friend walking out of waterfront towards Gastown we made eye contact I hope I smiled at you before I walked past you you may have been on my mind all week I hope you see this (laughs) now let let's be honest here these are these are far-reaching uh you know the odds of people seeing these okay I, I think they're really slim, but, you know, I guess I guess if for some reason uh, somebody sees one of these, it was meant to be, would you say? I mean, first of all, what are the odds of that person remembering that little glance? And then what are the odds of this person picking up this paper in the timeline that the paper's printed because it's a weekly thing? So I don't know. Let me read a couple more here and see if any of these are even plausible. Uh, Here's a woman that saw a man. We were both at the clerk's windows at the same time. You were well-dressed in a long red coat, glasses and hair in done up. I was a short khaki coat and jeans. You looked over my way a couple of times, and we smiled at one another. I overheard your British-style accent and thought it cute along with the rest of you. Wanted to chat, but it wasn't a good place to do so, and it looked like you were going to be a while longer. Let's grab a coffee. I'd be happy to show you around. (laughs) Really? That's what you want to do? You want to show her around, do you, buddy? You go into all this trouble to show her around, and here's the, uh, here's the city museum, and here's the city art gallery. Don't you really just want to jump her bones? I hate to, you know, cut to the chase for you, but come on. Um, let's do a couple more. These are kind of fun. Um, here's one. I saw a woman, and I am a man. Used to see you every morning skating to work. What? We only ever really said hello, wish I would have said more. I hope I see you again soon. Who skates to work? What is this? What is this guy an elf up at Santa's workshop? Who the hell? I don't, don't know if I get that one. I mean skating to work? Where do you live, Alaska? Yeah, I'm off to the uh the shop to open her up, eh? Got to uh, skate down the river and get to work there, huh? Um, that one's kind of weird. Let's do another one. Let's see, midnight on the B line. This is a. I saw a woman and I am a man. Okay, maybe it looks like they were on a bus. That's a good place to meet someone. The back of a bus? We met at the back of the 99 B-Line bus when you got on at Cramby right after you got off work around midnight. You said I looked very sleepy. We briefly talked about ice skating (laughs) and our jobs. Then you got off at Fraser. I visited your work, but I didn't see you, and I don't want to creep out and come back again and again. Your name starts with an A, and my name starts with a D. I'd sure like to see you again. Well, too, I'm sorry to say it, D, but it sounds like uh, your lady uh, is uh, skating to work and flirting it up with someone else, man. So, <laughs> oh, I got to do one more, just one more. This is this is too much fun. This is too much fun. One more. Let me see. Let me see what's good. Um. Here's a a guy. I saw a guy, and I'm a girl, and here we go. You were walking your pug on Robson behind the art gallery heading east, and I was across the way heading west. I looked up and realized a cute guy was attached to the pug. You were tall with dark hair. I was wearing a light pea coat and have my hair up in a bun. We made eye contact, and after we passed each other, I turned around to look at you again, and you turned around too. And then a few seconds later, I turned again, and so did you. Made me laugh and made my day. Wish I had ran after you. Well, I wish you had to because that was me, okay? I was out walking my pug in my long jacket, and I was flirting. I used the pug as bait to score chicks damn it. No, that wasn't me. I couldn't have been me. Cause that's the day I was skating to work and my pug doesn't like ice skates. So there you go. So interesting stuff. I don't know if any of you have a story like that where you, uh, where you, you, you went back and tried to track down a moment in time, a brief moment in time and thought there might be a connection, but Let's address that. You know, th- there's something to be said about being proactive. Okay? And this is something that I've learned in my life. If you feel a little connection or catch a look, you know what? Don't don't gamble. Don't don't put it down to putting something in the back of a newspaper or hunting for them on Facebook or whatever it is you plan to do. You gotta live a little bit you gotta live dangerously you gotta be spontaneous All right so this is this is your homework this is my challenge to you and there nobody gets hurt in this maybe your pride a little bit maybe your feelings but the next time you have that moment where someone's looking you up and down or you think you picked up on some energy, act on it Just walk over to the person say hey how's it going? What's your name? I I saw you looking at me or, uh, hey, what's going on? You want to grab a coffee or just start talking about anything and then maybe just say, hey, you you know, you want to get together. And it's scary. Look, we've all been there. Your heart gets beating. It's weird to, to approach a complete stranger, especially in this day and age when everyone's like uber sensitive and. Everyone thinks you're a creep and people don't talk to each other anymore. and People don't look at each other anymore. It's like, how can you be talking to me? You're not texting me. How can this person be talking to me if they're not texting me? I don't know you. Text me. So what I'm saying is next time you have that moment, and maybe this will lead to something... Feed off the fear. Feed off the energy and just go, oh, man, here I go. This is way out of character for me. This is stupid. This is sick. I, my heart's beating. My skin's clammy. I'm sweating. My palms are hot. But I'm walking right over there and saying hi to that girl. And then you get over there, and it turns out the girl's a guy. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But do it. I want you to try it. I'm not saying go after married people and cheat and all that, but if if there's someone there and you're feeling something, go for it. Who knows? Right? Just try it. That's the challenge. I've done it before. I've done it. Sometimes it leads to something, sometimes it doesn't. I'll tell you a story. Okay? Here's a story. I was at a uh I was at a show once and um Some girl was, like, heckling me from the crowd. She was with all her friends, and um, I noticed that she was quite attractive. And uh, so from the stage, after the show, I went and I, I looked for her, and I didn't see her. I thought, ah, maybe we'll bump into each other or whatever. And then I wandered outside the club, and I could see her standing on the sidewalk talking to her friends. And I got that feeling. I was like, oh, no, there goes my heart. Should I say anything? Should I go talk to her? She was heckling me. She probably didn't like the show, blah, blah, blah. I was like, screw it. I ran right up to her. I said, howdy, blah, blah, blah. We ended up hanging out that night. Nothing nasty happened. Turned out she had a boyfriend. But me and all her friends ended up going and grabbing a little drink. And nothing happened. But then we stayed in touch. And we've stayed in touch for, like, I don't know, it's got to be 10 10 years now, maybe longer. We've been friends. And uh, it all came because I I took a chance. And she told me, she goes, I was hoping you'd come up to me. You know, so you just never know. So there's your homework. I'm going to end it right there. Um, Next time you have that moment, go for it. And if it doesn't happen, nothing ventured, nothing gained, right? The upside is it could be great. So there you go. Let's end on that. Little homework for you. Um and uh hope you had a great time here on the Harlan Highway. And uh we'll be back next time. Uh don't forget to uh join the Twitter page at Harlan Williams or the official Harlan Williams Facebook page. You can always write me here at HarlanWilliams.com. Check out our store at HarlanWilliams.com. And uh, there you go. So until next time, everybody, happy, mystical, magical, romantic encounters. And, of course, throw in a big, greasy bowl of chicken chow mein, baby!